I'm not saying don't have a business plan, but sometimes taking action is more important than having hundreds of pages of planning, right? And just taking that first step, the courage to really say, yes, this is what I'm going to do. That can be really impactful in the progression of your career or, or the business that you're trying to build. Welcome. Bienvenido to Mass Impact Podcast, where we uncover stories of empowerment, innovation, and diversity in the world of tech and business. I'm your host, Monica Hernandez, Latina software engineer, turned founder, CEO, and philanthropist. I'm here to share my journey and amplify the voices of trailblazing leaders from diverse backgrounds who are driving meaningful change. Get ready to be inspired, educated, and empowered. Together, let's make mass impact starting now. Hi, Ona. I guess this episode is about me. And this is all new for me. And I was told, just speak to the screen as if you're talking to a friend. So that's what I'm going to try to do. We're all friends here, right? And so I want to take you back to when and where my story began. I grew up in this beautiful city called Medellin. And it's known by the world as the city of the eternal spring. That's right. No seasons, 75 or so degrees all year long. Beautiful green mountains. I experienced a different Medellin. When I was growing up, I was part of a low-income neighborhood. My mom, my dad, they, they worked, worked very hard, especially my mom, so that we always had the basic things. But it was definitely a very simple life. And my mom had a home-based business. She had the sewing machine. She would train other women, educate them, typically head of families, on how to learn how to sew and, and make a living. And that's how she was able to provide for her family. And my dad... He was everything from referee, soccer is everything in Latin America and Colombia, right? He was also a mailman and just a lot of different informal jobs. And my mom was definitely the head of the family. And from my dad, I learned a lot of leadership. He was always able to connect with people and that's very important in business. So one of the things that really made a difference in my story was not only growing up in the middle of seeing the hustle and people trying to make a living in adversity and challenges, but also my mom, even though she only, she didn't finish high school, she went all the way up to, I guess, fourth grade in Columbia High School, which in the U.S. would be the equivalent of what, 12th grade? No, eighth grade, sorry. <laughs> So she didn't finish high school, but yet she really understood the value of education. And so that led to me being a public school in a really good part of the city, right next to a private university, one of the best called Universidad Eafit. This is really where the rich kids dream of going. I mean, they had the ability to go, but people like me, that was not meant for people from my neighborhood. But I had really good grades and I applied for this scholarship and I got it. 400 people applied, I think 300 and something to be exact. And I was one of five. I mean, imagine one of five people to earn this 100% scholarship in the best private university in the city. One of the best in the country is like earning a scholarship to Harvard or Stanford. 100% 
all tuition paid for five and a half years. That's what it takes to become a software engineer in Colombia, by the way, five and a half. I think now it's probably five. They also pay for my expenses and just a lot of support. It was an incredible opportunity. I was the first one in my family to go to college. So this was not only impactful for me, it was impactful for everybody else, my little cousins growing up with my aunts telling them, hey, you better do what Monica is doing. You better go to college. So it's incredible to see the multiplying effect that someone having that opportunity to have an education has. And that's how I became a software engineer. And honestly, I was 16 years old. I didn't know what I wanted to do. And it's okay sometimes not to know. I just knew I wanted to really honor the hard work of my family and do something incredible and amazing and meaningful. And one of my aunts worked for a bank and she had to use like computers and uh, like digital stuff. So I thought this is interesting and that's how I chose it. And I'm so glad that I did because I love being in technology. That university helped me get an internship in Dallas, Texas. So that was my job to the United States. I mean, dream come true, getting out of the country, seeing the world and working for an American company. And that was also an incredible opportunity. My first actual real job. And after a couple of jobs, I ended up in Oracle Consulting. That was another pivotal moment for me. Me, Monica, Latina from this small neighborhood in Medellin, now advising some of the largest companies in the U.S. My first client, First assignment, Hewlett Packard, Cupertino, California. <laughs> and I was the only one in the project. So thank you, Oracle, for trusting me to do a good job. And this is one of those moments where we are all faced with these big opportunities, but we can have a lot of fear, right? And sort of imposter syndrome. Can I really advise Hewlett Packard? Well, yes, I know what it takes. They put me in this position. So I am definitely up for the job. So there you go. That was my first consulting assignment in California. And I started to travel all across the U.S. Really loved consulting, being in front of clients. The beautiful thing about consulting and just the IT professional services overall is that you don't have one job for several years. You get to have multiple jobs. You have one client, then you move on to the next one. And you have all these amazing experiences, getting to know different people, different business challenges, learning how to apply technology to those business situations. And after about six years, I thought, okay, I have this incredible sort of story coming from Colombia. I am an immigrant. I felt that I was truly living the American dream, right? I have an amazing job at this amazing company called Oracle in what now? I can't forget where I came from. I can't forget my roots. And I honestly felt I'm not that special. There's many more Monicas in Colombia, all across Latin America, even immigrants in the U.S. or minorities who really have the grit and the ganas and the passion. They just don't have a chance, an opportunity to get an education, to get a job to even understand what are the opportunities out there for them. And so I wanted to do something even more meaningful. And I thought, why not start a company? I can be an entrepreneur. Did I know what that meant? No, I had no idea that it was going to be this hard, but also this rewarding. Uh, but there you go. That was April 20. I decided to jump to be on my own. Also, 
I got married on the way. And after a few years, my husband was like, hey, don't we want to build a family? I think we have to do the kids thing. And yes, there you go. I became a mom. My daughter, who is now 12, Camila, sort of changed how I saw the world as well, right? And then I realized it's not that easy for women and moms to sort of have it all, right? To build a career, uh, to really progress. It's very demanding to really stand out and show the value that you have for the world. And as a consultant, you travel all the time. It's very hard to be home, to be a mom, a new mom, right? There's no manual that said, oh, you're a new mom. This is how you do it. But I knew that I had to be close to her. And so that was another reason to become an entrepreneur, to be more in control of my future and where I wanted to be and be close to my family and give back to my country and to pay it forward and give others the chance that I had to have an education and a career in technology. So we said, okay, what do we name this company? And after going through a few things, we said, mas, right? Mas, mismo in Spanish. I wanted my Hispanic heritage to even be named. Like even by saying the name of our company, you know that there's a strong Latin culture here and pride as well, right? Sometimes I feel like we all need to own our stories and where we come from and be proud of our accomplishments and who we are as people and uh, what we have to offer to the world. So there you go. I wanted my Latino name, Mas, and then I also wanted to, really be more than a business, right? Yes, a profitable business. Yes, an amazing software engineering for clients. And I truly wanted to add value to companies looking to digitize and and really use technology to grow and expand their business, but do it in a way that will have impact on people, right? I truly believe that purpose and profits can go together. So I say, hey, Whatever this company becomes, whatever this evolves to be, I want to make sure that we keep our essence, our core our purpose of really having mass impact. And so there you go. That's where the name came from. And 10 years later, here we are, one of the fastest growing companies in the U.S., named by Inc. Magazine five times as one of the fastest growing private companies. Uh, we now help some of those big companies' logos that I used to advise for Oracle Consulting, very proud to share that we now at Math Global help companies of Fortune 100, Fortune 500 global organizations that now rely on our talent in Latin America and the U.S. for their key digital strategic initiatives. And so it hasn't been easy, but it's been so rewarding to build something really from scratch, right? We've been self-funded. We have no external capital. I didn't even understand when I started how to even go get funds to build companies. And it was only when I started talking to other entrepreneurs and I went to a program with Stanford University for Latino entrepreneurs that they were asking me, so where did you get your capital? Uh, How much of the business do you own? And I'm like, no, this is husband and I own 100% of the business. And that's when I had this aha moment that I'm like, oh, we actually built something pretty special with help from a lot of people, mentors, coaches, advisors, clients who gave us a chance when we were much smaller. But from a really ownership perspective and who's going to really make it happen, it was me. And 
husband who is just so amazing. He's also Colombian and taking you back to those moments when we were deciding what to do. Those first few months is a lot of soul searching, right? What is company about? What, is, what are our values? What are we trying to accomplish? How do we do this, right? How do we even start? And sometimes if you really think about what will it take to build a company and you start thinking about 10 years from now, business plan and financials, yes, all those things are important. I'm not saying don't have a business plan, but sometimes taking action is more important than having hundreds of pages of planning, right? And just taking that first step, having the courage to really say, yes, this is what I'm going to do. That can be really impactful in the progression of your career or the business that you're trying to build. So we had a family conversation and when we saw that this could really get somewhere, and we got our first client and now some traveling was involved again, right? My husband, who's a chemist and he has, he had an incredible career, masters in chemistry. He was working for a large company at the time in Dallas in research and development. He said, listen, always wanted to build a business and sort of link your career back to Colombia and enable many more people to have the same chance in tech as you do. So let me support you. Why don't I help you get this going? Let me help you with the sort of the back operations of the business and let me be a stay-at-home dad. So there you go. He quit his job to be a stay-at-home dad. We're talking about a Latino with a bright career in front of him and he decided to support me. So this is something that I hope you get from here. It's hard for women to make it. And I will say it's almost impossible to make it if you don't have a very strong partner. And I'm just, I'm not just talking about a husband, right? I'm talking about a true partner in life that share your aspirations, that believe in you, that are going to be with you every step of the way. And they're also part of it, right? Because he not only said I'd be a stay-at-home dad, which is huge peace of mind for me to know that my daughter was going to be there okay, with a partner very close to every moment of her life. With me also being there, but me more focused on the business side. But he also helped me really focus on being in front of clients and the business. When you start, you're everything, right? You're the consultant, you're the project manager, you're the client success role. And so he helped me with all the other more finance, building the office, building the team that was hugely helpful. Please make sure that you're making wise decisions about the type of partner that you have in your life. You really have to have a shared uh, mission and really be able to do what's best for you as a family, not what society thinks that what a family should look like. So that was really very impactful for me to have that level of support. And we decided in our first year in business that we're going to move to Milwaukee. Wisconsin, which is where our first client was, first major client, right? When we saw that this could be a really great opportunity for us, being close to clients is really key, right? The customer intimacy, the personalization, especially when you're getting started, right? You have companies that have been there, can do way more than you can do for the client, has so much more in terms of sales and marketing. And so you really need to differentiate yourself with what you can do best being there for them, right? When there's a problem, raising your hand and saying, I got this, really getting deep understanding of what they need 
and being very flexible and available and nimble and agile. And it's hard to do that when you don't have that face-to-face interaction. And so there you go. We packed, we went to Milwaukee, and we were there for a couple of years. And it was so helpful for me to be there. Like you just become part of this other organization and, and really understand their culture, their organization, their need. And it was much easier for me to do an amazing job for them and really translate that to business growth. And so having that personalized, nimble experience for your clients is really key always, but especially when you're starting your business. In taking risks, right? If there's something that I can provide advice on, hopefully you take away from my story is entrepreneurship means taking risk, right? There's no safe route. There's no one that can predict whether something will work or will not work. But there's definitely a lot of learning and you have to be willing to make that, to take those risks and to say, yes, I will move to Milwaukee, even if it doesn't work out. And I just move my entire family. Yes, I'm going to go on my own. I am not going to have a paycheck every two weeks, for sure. I may go bankrupt. But if you really believe that this is something that, that you feel in your heart that you can do, then go for it, right? And if it doesn't end up working, now you know more than you knew when you got started. Now you have some lessons learned. And there's something that I instill in my kids. Now I have two kids, Camila and Santiago. Camila's 12 and Santi's 9. And guess what? Santiago was born in Milwaukee. So we definitely have a piece of Milwaukee in our lives now. But I always say to them, life is all about learning. And everything that we might see as failure or rejection is really redirection. Right. And perspective is so important because when some people see failure and defeat and this is it, I knew I couldn't do this. What was I thinking? Other people might have a different perspective and say, Hey, you know what? This did not work the way I, I expected, but now I know why. Now I know what I can do different next time. Maybe I didn't have the right focus. Maybe I didn't have the right people around me. Maybe I didn't have the right advice. Maybe I don't have the right go-to-market strategy. And there's so much value on what you learn. You just keep going, right? So rejection is redirection, but it's up to you how to approach that redirection and really take those learnings into something for your next part of your journey. So there you go. I took the risk. We went to Milwaukee. We stayed there for two years. And we have the most amazing memories as a family. My daughter had a city life. We lived in a building, she interacted with a lot of people. We got to live in the Midwest, which is really different than living in Dallas, Texas. And we're close to Chicago, another big city. And just very different also living through those winters. You get to live those moments as a family where you can be outside all the time. So it was all in all a great experience, got really close to our client. And then we said, okay, there you go. Now we can live whatever we want. Where do we want to be as a family? What makes sense for us and for our business? And the Hispanic culture has always been very important for us. So we thought Florida would be great for our kids to grow around other Hispanics and diversity of thought and different cultures. Also, Florida is very close to Colombia. So from a family perspective, we wanted to visit often, but also big core part of our business was Latin American talent. We really wanted to give U.S. corporations access to high-caliber software engineering talent in Latin America, 
started with Medellin, my home city, which is now known as truly the Silicon Valley of Latin America, right? It's a technology outsourcing destination where major corporations are now uh, using for their own talent is in tech. And if I want to be close to my team the same way I want to be close to my clients, then Florida made a lot of sense. And then to some elimination, we said, Tampa, there you go. Miami is great. And we love the Miami vibes and it has direct flights to Medellin. Three hours, right? That was, that's part of what makes New York Shore so interesting for companies, the proximity to the U.S., right? Some companies I learned through my days with Oracle, you can have teams in Asia who listen. I have employees from Asia who are amazing, right? But it's more about what works best for the type of projects and innovation that you want to have. And when you want the real interaction, having teams in Asia with 11 plus hours of difference is really difficult, especially when you want to have an agile DNA and you need to respond quickly to market trends and you want to really collaborate in real time to generate that innovation at speed. And so same time zone, proximity, the cultural affinities, those are things that our clients really like about our model. But for me to make that work, I needed to be close to my teams in Colombia as well. And so Miami was very attractive because of the direct flights, uh, but I also wanted to grow a family and I thought this was a more laid back, family friendly environment. I need a good airport because now I do need to be at events and with clients and Tampa has one of the best airports in the country. And I wanted to be close to the water. Love the calming effect of the blue. I love the sunset. And as an entrepreneur or leaders or anyone really who's trying to build a career, it is so important to find those happy places. We cannot always go, 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 right? And I think just being a bit vulnerable here with you all, early in my career, before I became a mom, I think I was a way to focus on career, partly because I felt so responsible to maximize this incredible opportunity I had to become a software engineer. Like it's not, not the natural progression of a Latina growing up in the comunas in Medellin. So I really felt high sense of responsibility to really excel at what I was doing and really not just go the extra mile, it really wow anyone that I was working for. And I was the other day listening to something from President Obama. He was giving advice and he was saying, just get stuff done. Be really good at getting stuff done. And, and that's how you will be noticed, right? Some people want the big assignment. You will only get those if you prove to your leader that you're always willing and available to get it done, to get things addressed, to be a provider of solutions, not just a provider of problems. So that was me early in my career. I will work really hard. I will work many, many long hours to the point where when we purchased our first home, which is a big deal, right? The immigrant, you're in Dallas, Texas, you're building this career. Your husband now has a master's degree. He's also building his career. And we get to purchase our first home. Like that's how, that's part of the American dream, right? And guess what? Move day, I got home at 9, 10 p.m. And looking back, like, what was I thinking? Why? Because I was busy at work. So we can't get too preoccupied with our careers that we forget what's truly important. And my husband, who's amazing, you know what he did? He took care of the move 
but he left everything in our garage so that I could be there when we're getting things inside the house. And I'm not going to cry. I'm not going to cry. But just it's very emotional going back to those moments and thinking about how critical it is to have that partner in crime right there with you. He was not criticizing me. He didn't make a big deal of me not being there. He just made it work and he made it still special for both of us and getting those few things that we had from our garage to our new home together just meant the world for me. So remembering what's truly important, what fuels your life, right? You need that source of motivation and inspiration in those happy, safe places. And for me, that's my home, my family, is the water, is the sunrise, is the sunset. For you, that might be exercise or traveling or friends or wine. Just find something that really complements your ambition. And I promise you, making time for those things will make you better at whatever you are trying to pursue. So I know I'm taking you back and forth in in my story, but here I am in Tampa, Florida. We've been here now nine years. So Santi, my son, he just turned nine. He thinks he's a mid-sized boy is what he says. And so he was one month old when we moved from Milwaukee to Tampa. And now we love it. I'm very proud to share that we made the Tampa Fast 50, one of the fastest uh, 50 growing companies in Tampa. I'd been in the cover magazine of the Tampa Business and Wealth Magazine. Thank you, Bridget and team. And it's just It's been incredible to be part of the community. We are now also part of the Minority Business Accelerator with the Tampa Chamber of Commerce. We have clients here in Tampa, in Florida. I was just in Jacksonville with Florida Blue and their senior leadership at an event around supplier diversity. Being a certified women-owned, minority-owned company has opened up so many opportunities for us, but there's thousands of women and minority-owned companies. So you always have to find that thing that will differentiate you from the back, right? Whether it is you as a professional or you as a company, as an entrepreneur, what is that thing that sets you apart? And yes, we can all say that it's high quality, great service, great personalization, but there's got to be something else that, that not only differentiates you, but moves you, right? Entrepreneurship is hard. We had ups and downs, times where we're celebrating, times I was really thinking about, what well, now, what do we do with this? And we've been very fortunate to grow over the years and to have these incredible recognitions and awards, including from our own team, right? Being uh, certified as a great place to work is amazing from your own employees to say, hey, we have an amazing culture. Especially when you have people now we went from Colombia, we have people in Argentina, Mexico, of course, the U.S. So having the global team, but still keep the, the sense of one mass is really key. But going through those ups and downs, having the thing that moves you and motivates you, for me, is our sense of purpose. And I told you that I wanted this to be more than a business. That's one of the reasons I called it mass. So now... Very happy to share that we have a foundation. It's called Mass Future. And through our foundation, we give others, other women, other Latinos, other minorities, people that look and sound like me, the chance to have an education in technology. And there's 
two girls, for example, Mariana is one of them, and they are now going through a software engineering in Colombia in the same university that I got my software engineering degree from. 100% paid for with Mass Future Foundations, which is actually called Mass Global AFIT Scholarship. So now that's real impact, right? That's really making sure that purpose and profit meet. And for us, we had this one-for-one program where we tell our client, every single team member helping you with your digital initiatives, we are helping that woman, a minority, underrepresented talent have a chance to have free technology education. So that to me is full circle, right? My whole story has been about resiliency and taking risks and really being bold and really be seen and having a voice in in building a meaningful future for me, for my family, and for women and for Latinos and minorities. It's business, family, the foundation, those are my pillars. And I just hope that my story inspires you and motivates you. We came to the U.S. with nothing and now... Uh, we are top 3% Latino-owned company, and we had the chance to give others a great job opportunities and chances to get an education through our foundation. And I am also a mom, happy to share that I'm still married to my amazing husband, Walter. I have my two kids. My mom, who was huge inspiration and the first entrepreneur I met, lives with us in Florida. My sister moved to the U.S., my brother. So it's just been hugely impactful, every single chance that I took and every opportunity. So take chances, take risks, go after it, be bold, and always make sure that you're having mass impact. Gracias for listening. Thank you. Gracias. Thank you for listening to our Mass Impact Podcast, sponsored by Mass Global. I hope you're inspired to have more impact on your organizations, your community, and your own journey. Connect with me on LinkedIn for more valuable content and visit our sponsor's website at massglobalconsulting.com to explore how we help clients innovate while we drive diversity in tech. Juntos, let's shape a world where inclusion and success go hand in hand.